You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Ill manner. I'm Rene. Now take your bags. What? What? Oh, say ill manner. I'm Rene. No. No. Uh, I take your bags. Yes, wonderful. I mean, what's with the boy? I mean, it's not Olympic discus. It's a paper. I admit it's not much of one, but you'd think poor news would mean a better aim. I mean, I swear he tries to get me in deeper in the snowbank each week. No. I... No, madame. Not we. Why? May. Yes. It's not a hotel. It, it's a place of rooms. Uh, do you want a room? What? Rene, Rene, would you please, please pass me the... Uh, it's, it's okay, monsieur. I will handle this uh, malcontent. Uh, uh, you, madame. You, lady, n'est-ce pas? Okay, lady. Evening. You rent a room. You pay four hours in advance. Why? Give me that! Ha! Ah, excuse me for a moment, please, madam. Ah, yes. Uh, no. <laughs> I understand. Please, uh, one second. Now listen, you. <laughs> I'm sorry. One more thing. Uh, could you just move your ear from the telephone? Ah, yes. Ah, thank you. Won't be a moment. No. Ah, just a bad bit of reception. I'll check it. There. Moved away from your ear, has it? Good. Ah, uh, one second. Won't be a moment. Uh, Rene. What? There, that's knocked it loose. <laughs> I'm sorry, we had a bit of a cross line there. Oh, tet! Oh, my tet! Yes, and if you answer the phone again, you get another tet. Yes, I'm sorry, he's from Quebec. Yes, sir, you'd think they'd learn English by now, wouldn't you? Surrounded on all sides like that. <laughs> kind of like Rita McNeil hoarding the last butterscotch brownie during a hunger strike. Kind of missing the point, isn't it? Yes, yes. No, of course. I'm listening. Two beds, 4.30 Thursday night. You hit me on the head. I'm not done with you. No, no, of course not. Yes, thank you very much. And I hope you'll enjoy your stay here at Hill Manors. What's with Renee? Oh, you know the French dearly, Doris? Drinking a little too many Del Monte fruit cups left fermenting on the vineyard de radiateur in the basement? You hit me on the head. Quiet, you. Is this true, Jonah? Well... Well, maybe just a bit. Jonah! He dodged the wrong way, and I just sort of... Oh, my head, it hurts so. Jonah! There's a circle on his forehead, with bumps. What did you hit him with? Nothing. I, I think he must have bumped his head on the floor or something. The floor? Yes, the floor. It's a hard tile, you know. It's a flat surface. He's going to have a concussion. We can't afford to have him off work. Now I'm getting ready. I need to go to town. The buses are coming. Listen, you. I warned you about answering the phone. But, Monsieur Illa, look for you. No one come. It's uh, past nine. Rooms are open. That's another thing. We are not renting rooms, you moron. What? We are not renting rooms. This isn't Betty's come in here will knock the mud off your boots and place a smile on your face. Bazunga's underground massage parlor. This is a manor house. An inn of a long tradition. We offer sweets. Sweets? Yes, sweats. Now, get on with your work. The ice needs to be taken care of. Off the front porch. Go. Wait, uh, wait, oui, oui, monsieur. Jonah, where are the menus for today's luncheon? Coming, my darling dove. Remember what I taught you about Greek heroes, Rene? 
Oh, uh, well, well, Monsieur, uh, most of them, they killed their RPs before they married them. Ah, yes, good old Perseus, eh? He had his Gorgon. Jonah! Voice and look that would turn any honest man to stone. Coming! I thought you printed up the menus, Jonah. I did, my little anorexic gumdrop. Then why can't I find them? You're supposed to give them to Chef. Oh, I know. Did you give them to Chef? Uh, no. Then what did you do with them? Can you believe that Frontenac weasel? I mean, he actually answered the phone. You mean, Renee, the man you haven't paid in three weeks and just gave a lump the size of a second nose on his forehead? I've told him a thousand times not to answer the phone. You've apologized to him then, Jonah. That's good. I mean, we're running a manor house around here. You didn't print the menus. I... I... I didn't print the menus. No, I... Never no. mind, Jonah. I'll do it. Well, I've been at it solidly all morning. I know. The last 57 minutes skulking since bed must have placed you in a terrible fit of exhaustion. It's called marriage, dearest. It makes one the walking dead. What's the panic, anyway? It's not even ten o'clock. Chef doesn't start lashing out the feed bins for another hour and a half. I told you, Jonah. The buses are coming. My lord, the buses are coming. Oh, the buses are coming. Who would have thought? And to think they aren't even in season yet. Ah, yes, I remember when I was a boy and I saw the buses return from campus casing. Still brings a tear to my eye. swallows, Jonah, and Capistrano. And you know how I feel about your sarcasm. Yes, so was the taste of blood in your mouth. Uh, I'm sorry, dear. What buses are those? You've not heard? No. The Boomston burned down last night. There's a series of touring buses needing lodging. Goodness, Jonah, don't you ever stick your neck out even once to see what's going on? I wouldn't dare in this household. So, we're going to be filled up, are we? Ha! Haven't had such a stroke of luck since the old fob up in the 103 last year. And that reminds me. Don't believe that they're going to drop the charges against us for that. Look, it's not my fault the billboard fell down. Hanging a 30-foot billboard on the overpass with binder twine really took the cake, Jonah. But that wasn't my fault. That's the problem with the country these days. No one rewards the entrepreneurial spirit. You're lucky you didn't get rewarded with 5 to 10 instead of public mischief. But don't get me started on that. Oh... There's the problem. The printer isn't turned on. So, about these bus people... They're from Vancouver, and they're in a spot. I've promised Lois Thompson we'd take six. Vancouverians? Amazing they've traveled this far east beyond the land of Starbucks. And behave yourself. You know how I feel about them. The goat cheese and trail mix addles their brains so that they all sound the same. Oh, the mountains, the mountains. Oh, I just love the mountains. I couldn't live anywhere but British Columbia. I'd miss the mountains. If I had my way, I'd spackle every Vancouverite with poutine and screech and send a gaggle of monster trucks to herd them off, one by one, from their precious mountains. That's right. Get it all out now. You really are in a mood today, aren't you? Unfortunately, they'd leave little trendy puddles of blood and the drop in the cell phone market would probably crumble the economy. Wait a minute! Bus people? Yes. Here? Good. You did comprehend. Yes, of course. Why? Uh, can't do it. What do you mean, we can't do it? Uh, can't be done. We'll be full. Full? There's no one in the registry, Jonah. Ah, uh, but, but I, I, you know, I... Uh... What? I uh, promised Mother that her birdwatcher society could stay the night. Did they book? Well, no. You see, they didn't know how many would there would be. And, you know, it's the first of the season. Spring around the corner, you see. And because we were wide open, I said... No. No? No. 
Well, I, I, I did promise, dear. That I... woman has been taking advantage. We already put her up here for no money at all. She does this all the time. She assumes we will fill up every room we have with any bird brain friend she brings along. And I tell you right now, I've had it. Well, I did promise. Well, unpromise. I have a booking for the entire manor house. And they arrive early in the morning tomorrow at 4.30. Something about night trips on the ocean to see the Arcatuthis ducks. Arcatuthis what? Arcatuthis ducks, Jonah. What's that, some rare strain of the hunter virus? Giant squid, Jonah. Haven't you heard of them? Trying to cite them now is all the rage. Squid? Squid, Jonah. They live in the dark. Apparently they're more rare in Vancouver. They sleep during the day. Ah, so they won't actually be using the rooms? During the day, Jonah. So but, the rooms are full. But, 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 dearest, No! I... You let her walk all over us, Jonah. You go straighten this out. Just because she's wealthy doesn't mean we are. She never sees this as a business, but rather her own private shelter. But the Birdwatcher Society... Then go to a bird sanctuary to sleep for the night for all I care. Handle this, Jonah. Well, that's settled then. So glad you're around to handle these pesky little problems, dear. What's that? Have a heart attack scheduled for tonight, have you? Oh, what horrible luck. Jonah, darling, there's a terrible squeaking outside my bedroom door. Don't worry, Mother. She won't be back for hours. Well, that's splendid. All ready for our guests? Yes, about that, Mother. We'll be leaving very early. Crack of dawn, as you know. The fat-breasted twiddler is best seen just at daybreak. Well, about that, Mother, you see... Do you know that when I go to sleep at night... I simply dream about the fat-breasted twiddler. Have you considered therapy, Mother? It's a delightful creature. It's a breeding season for them, you know. What about that, Mother? You see, it's just that uh, I'm afraid... They stretch to the sun, pawing the earth. One second. Uh, Hill manners. They crane their necks out royally. Lips pursed in constant arousal. Oh, hello, Robert. Why are you calling? It's just 9.30. You still have time to sell the McDonald Bridge before lunch. Throwing their full red chests out, they begin their rapturous and rich song. That expensive champagne you sold us is doing very well as a paint thinner, thank you. No, Robert, I blame myself for that, not you. I should have known there was something wrong with the champagne when you sold it to me in Javex bottles. Mother! Yes, that's my mother. Birds of a feather think together. Or perhaps it's more like a nightingale sound. Yes. Yes, I heard you. Great deal expiring as we speak. I'm afraid I'm not very good at improvisations. However, the point is we'll need to have dinner early tonight and breakfast very early first thing. No, of course not, Robert. She's stone cold deaf. She... No, find another suck. I... I don't care if it is enough to feed twice as many guests. I'm sure you can get the chef to come up with something. We won't be much of a bother. I dare say we'll not even be in the manor other than for meals and bed. Hold on, Robert! What was that, Mother dear? I mean, of course, we'll be quite famished from a day of trekking through the woods. Have to leave before morning light, you know. I'm sorry, Robert, but there is no way I'm going to pay full price. If you're going to sell me the shrimp, you're going to have to sell it to me for half... What What do you mean, done? What? What do you mean it's on the way? Okay, well, be quick about it, and come in through the kitchen. If my wife sees you, we'll both be filleted. Did you get that, Jonah, dear? Every word, Mother. Don't worry. You go watch your triple-breasted cockatripe, and I'll take care of it all.
Mutual of Audio's Sonic Kingdom, presented to you by the Mutual Audio Network, the network where we can all listen and imagine together. Hi, I'm Perky Marlins, and welcome back to Mutual of Audio's Sonic Kingdom. Last week, we traveled to the wilds of Audio Island, which is in the western edge of that place some call the Bermuda Triangle. We went there to check on the progress of an audio drama producer who we have re-educated into the aspects of surviving in the wilds of the audio podverse. This wild creature, who Jim has named Bobo, has been used by society as a data entry clerk, a bartender, a project manager, an exotic dancer, and a biomedical research subject. The Mutual Audio Network's re-education project gives our young friend an opportunity for a productive life in Bobo's natural environment as an audio drama or comedy producer. The rehabilitation of this magnificent wild and creative animal includes a chance to reach a wider range of distribution and the extra exposure that brings, along with free production resources and the potential to make some money. Bobo has been hard at work on a first masterpiece, and right now, we can see Jim giving Bobo some feedback on the final mix. <laughs> That's pretty good, Bobo. I'm just not sure about the choice of background music. It seems to be a bit too... <laughs> no! No, I'm sorry, Bobo! No, don't, don't, don't hurt me, Bobo! <laughs> Artists. Sometimes they can get a bit touchy. Well, Jim knew the job was dangerous when he took it. Join us next week as Mutual of Audio's Sonic Kingdom will visit a pack of voice actors living in the hidden valleys of darkest Nova Scotia. For more information about the Mutual Audio Network, go to mutualaudionetwork.com or inquire at mutualaudio at gmail.com. That down. What? The bags. Put them down. Oh, uh, bags. Why? Not on my foot. <gasps> uh, uh, je m'excuse. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, qu'est-ce que c'est? Uh... Sorry. Oh, oui. Uh, uh, sorry, I am. Uh... A sorry excuse for distinct sobriety. Quoi? Never mind. Don't move the bags. Uh, bags? Oui. You not take bags, Lebrun. You know, over there. Quoi? Bags stay here, in room. Uh, but Madame Hill, she say... Uh, Never mind what my wife says. Who signs your paycheck? Madame Hill. I, I didn't mean it literally. I mean, I swear the art of conversation. Look, keep your mouth shut and listen. Where did my wife ask you to move the luggage? Oh, she say the uh, bags, they go in the lobby. Right. Well, now, move Mrs. Buckman's bags into your room. What? Oh, God, please don't let me die here with this conversation. Your room! Place bags in your room. In my room. Where? But it's my room. It's only temporary. But, uh, I do not know, Mrs. Buckman. It's not right. No, you... You know, you give foreigners a bad name. Where are you from in Quebec? From? 
Oui, a beat, you know, a beat, eh? Oh, uh, showing again. Showing again? Why? Really? What? Interesting, René. So, so what's Jean like? Qui? Jean? Chrétien? Oh. Was, uh, Prime Minister of Canada? That he's from showing again? Yes, of course. I never heard of him. Never mind. He was only PM for more than a decade. Probably never made the papers in Quebec. It's perfectly simple. Listen, the bird watchers have all asked for wake-up calls at 4 a.m. They wish to have a short breakfast at 4.30 and will be gone by 5. You take their bags and put them in your room. Why? Oh, got that, did you? The bus takes them away... Then you take the other bags and put them back into the different rooms because at 6 a.m. the bus arrives with the Vancouverians from their late-night scouring of the frigid depths for the Architithesis ducks. Oh, away, uh, the giant squid. They'll have breakfast and toddle off to bed. Toddle? Oui. And they'll rise and shine, wake up call for four in the afternoon, have a hearty dinner at a reasonably expounded price. And meet the bus at 5.30 for another night searching the murky depths. It's genius! Ha! I should submit myself for a Nobel Prize. Quoi? Oh, never mind. I might as well be talking to the garden gnome. Phone? Yes, phone. When I hit you with the phone, how could that have made you more intelligent? Just place the bags in your room. Not just Mrs. Buckman's, but all the bags. All birders? Yes, all guests. Bags in your room. More later. Chop, chop. Going to talk to Chef. Chop. I don't know why everything has to be repeated ad nauseum with him. I mean, what's the bloody point? I spend weeks trying to train him and convincing him that minimum wage is $2 less on the East Coast because of the time zones. I mean, the Israelites were more helpful to the Romans. Oh, Chef. Yes, Mr. Hill. How's it going? Shrimps in the pot. Wonderful. Splendid. Ha, this better satisfy the teeming horde. That reminds me, Jonah. Ah, Eugenia, darling. You scared the life out of me. I was only just behind the door reading the new menu. Ah, like a trapdoor spider ready to pounce. Don't worry, Jonah. If I were a spider, I wouldn't eat you. Well, thank goodness for that. I'd starve gnawing on your bloodless corpse. Well, that's just What's wonderful. the idea of changing the menu? The what? The menu. It used to be Irish stew tonight, and now it's uh, shrimp. We had a bit of luck, dear. Luck? What kind of luck? Fresh delivery, a whole mess of shrimp. But it looks like Chef is making it for twice as many people as we're having. What? Look, Chef's got three pots of it on for boil. That's a lot, don't you think? What did you say? What? I merely told Mrs. Hill that what I don't use for dinner, we can have for shrimp cocktails later. Ah, brilliant. See, this is why we pay the prime cost for a chef, dear. I couldn't have thought of a better solution myself. Chef told me it was Uh... your idea, Jonah. Well, I couldn't have thought of a better solution, so obviously I thought of the best one and uh, shared it with Chef. I see, Jonah. Yes, yes, yes. And where did we come across this stroke of luck, Jonah? Beg pardon, my honeysuckle flytrap? Where did you get the shrimp? Ah, roadside stand, dear. Fresh? Ah, no, they were hitchhiking along the 102, and they seemed an honest lot, so I thought, why not give them a ride? But in a vicious twist of fate, I brought them here, plopped them into the pot to serve to the bloodthirsty masses. There is no reason for sarcasm. Jonah, if I find out that you got those shrimp on some half-baked deal from Robert... Eugenia, I'm offended. You know I learned my lesson after the brick incident. If? I find out you got those shrimp from Robert. You know it will be cooking in the pot tomorrow. Not everyone is as fond of devouring manhood as you are, dear.
Now, not a word to the pit bull about where the shrimp came from. <laughs> she's one smart cookie, your wife, Mr. Hill. Her? She's a magnet for gossip with lodestone for wits. <laughs> she's smarter than you give her credit for. Actually, she's a very sharp woman. You know, I quite like someone who knows what they want. Oh, you do, do you? Fancy my wife, do you, chef? No, no, I was only just saying... Just keep your mind on what's going on. Remember who it was who took you in under his wing when you just finished schooling as a chef? I hired you completely out of my own pocketbook, you know, and continue to pay you despite your lack of experience. Ah, uh, don't worry so, Mr. Hill. Your wife won't know anything by me. But she's smart, I tell you. You can't keep her in the dark for long. For instance... What happens when you have birders return to sleep for the night? Ah, that's just it. She's always complaining that we never go anywhere. So, I've bought her a ticket with a tour boat looking for the Architithesis ducks. The giant squid? Oh, well, that would be something to see now, wouldn't it? Does everyone know what the Architithesis ducks is? Look, look, never mind. The point is, she'll be gone the whole time and won't know anything different. And we'll split the money for the shrimp equally. Eighty, twenty. What if the guests start asking some funny questions? What do you mean? I mean, what if they see the moving of the luggage at some point? Or you get a snag? Ah, there won't be. This is perfect. However, just to allay your fears, let me tell you a little something that I know you're going to appreciate. Okay. Whenever someone asks you a question they have no business knowing, here's what you do. Yes? Blame the hurricane. The hurricane. Yes, the hurricane. Let me show you. Okay, you've just walked into the room and noticed that your bags are neatly packed on the bed instead of spread out through the room as you left them. What do you say? Uh, well, uh, something like, um, hey, has my stuff been moved? Ah, uh, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, because of the hurricane, you know. Well, well, uh, yeah, that does work. I know. You just look very grave, and they inevitably pat your hand and say, Oh, yes, I know, and leave it at that. The whole thing was almost four months ago. But I think I can squeeze this for about eight months before I'll have to look for another natural disaster to replace it. She won't be pleased, you know. Who? Your wife. No, why not? Well, you said she's upset that you never take her anywhere, right? And you still aren't taking her anywhere. You're sending her off with the Vancouverian. Well, yes, well, that part of it's really more of a present for me. I deserve it. <laughs> Shrimp's ready. Now the fun begins. Excellent. Wonderful. Ah, now all I need is your names for the registry, and we can have your bags taken right up. Yes, of course, my name. Mrs. Anne Bachman. Anne ba Are you quite sure? I beg your pardon? Uh, it's a, it's a very common name. Uh, you ever think of traveling incognito? I... what? Uh, maybe a nice Hadley or perhaps a bracken switch? Excuse me. Is everything all right out there, Jonah? There is not a problem, is there? Ah, uh, no, no, love trumpet. Uh, just a sharing, you know, a little ha, ha joke with the guests. Ah, uh, yes, that's it. Ha, ha, just treating them to a little singular Nova Scotian wit. Uh, I see. How odd. K-M-A-N. Uh, thank you, madam. Uh, and you, madam? Mrs. Evelyn Tweedmere. Tweedmere, Tweedmere. Is, the, is that British? I wouldn't know. We're four generations in Vancouver. Ah, yes, cut off from the rest of the world. What a shame. I beg your pardon? Ah, uh, Tweedmere, that sounds rather like Twiddler, if you say it fast. Excuse me? Twiddler, a bird found round these parts. There's been some mistake. Twiddler, Tweedmere, you can see how close it is. Tweed, tweed, tweedle, 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 tweedle. No, tweed, tweed, tweed. 
I'm here to see the giant squid. Of course. Rene will take your bags up to your room. What? Mrs. Twiddler. Tweedmere. Tweedmere. Tweedmere's bags to room four and take Mrs. Buckman's bags up to room number six. What? I'm so sorry. He's from Quebec. Oh, I see. Rene, Mrs. Buckman needs her bags taken to room number six. No, uh, Monsieur Hill, uh, Madame Buckman's bags are in my room. <laughs> Obviously not. Or we wouldn't be looking at them as we are most assuredly at your feet. Do you need any help, Jonah? But Monsieur, uh, Mrs. Buckman is in my room. Rene! You're handling <laughs> this then, are you, Jonah? Yes, 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 of course. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's remembering another guest. Ah, uh, one that isn't signed in with us tonight. Ah, just a moment. I'll explain his error to him. So glad you could come and stay with us, Mrs. Buckman, Mrs. Tweedmere. We really do appreciate you putting us up on such short notice. What a delightful old bed and breakfast you have here, Mrs. Hill. Thank you. We do like it ourselves. Your husband seems to have me confused with some bird. Well, he's been working steadily all morning. It's so delightfully roomy as well, and the Cape Cod. Well, I'm more used to cabin style. You know, of course, everything is wood in the Okanagan Valley. Is it really? Yes, indeed. Wood, wood, wood everywhere. You just can't seem to escape the cozy nature of the log cabins in B.C. I've never been. I've always wanted to, though. Oh, you simply must. The mountains. Oh, once you live near them, you never want to live anywhere else. (laughs) Well, I think we've got that all sorted out now. Jonah! I just had to have a little extra word with Renee, you know, explain to him the bags. Uh, uh, Room four and six, Uh, I go. My word, is your foot all right? I do not like explanations. Well, that's that then. The last one squared away. Chef serving the early dinner now, just in time for the second shift. Second what? Ah, shift, dearest, Ah, that's me. Yes, uh, Jonah Hill, at your service, (laughs) 24-7. Oh, oh, that reminds me. What? I have a little surprise for you, dear. And what's that? I've taken the liberty to secure for you passage upon a tour boat. What are you on about? Ah, the night tour of the giant squid. You're going. But, Jonah, that's ridiculous. Why would I want to go? Well, I heard the sea at night can be terribly romantic, dear. Jonah, what's got into you? You get seasick when someone slides you salt across the table. Ah, that's why I'm not going my carefully hedged prickle bush. No. Oh, no. My plate is full watching the manor house here, of course. But I don't want you to think about a thing. Just go and have a great time. Well, that's very sweet of you. Yes, it is, isn't it? Jonah? Yes, dear? What was it? Sorry? That reminded you to tell me. I don't rightly know. I remember thinking of the icy cold touch of tentacles pulling its victim deeper and deeper into the briny darkness, and I thought of you. You're a poet, Jonah. (laughs) Poet! I'm a magician! I'm bloody Houdini! René! Oh, oh, oui, monsieur. Did you do it? Quoi? Don't give me those pathetic doe eyes. I'm not going to hurt you. Mrs. Buckman. Quoi? Her bags. Oh, oh oui. Her, her bags there are in room number six. Thank the gods. And my wife. Uh, 
Madame Mill, she didn't see you move the birders' bags into your room? Oh, uh, no, no, Monsieur Hill. I was uh, very uh, discreet. Why? Great! <laughs> now, go get me another bottle of wine. Oh, uh, oui, uh, vien, vien. Ah, uh, Mrs. Tweedmere, I trust you're enjoying your shrimp? Yes. Thank you. Uh, something wrong? I'm afraid I feel a trifle out of sorts. It must have been the flight down. Yes, they used to say air travel was for the rich, but with the cutback saws and plastics forks, flying is for the brave. Excuse me. Yes, quite. Well, that's a shame. Uh, uh Mr. Hill. Yes, Chef. Might I see you in here for a second? Certainly. I think you better sit down. Uh, what's going on? Well, well, at least put down the dessert tray. Chef, I'm not in the mood for one of your games. I think the shrimp is tainted. I see. What? Shh. What? I served the pasta and the shrimp tonight, and three of our seven guests have eaten it. All of them are ill. Mrs. Hill just informed me now. Eugenia knows? Mm. They're terribly ill, Chef. We may need to have to call for the do... Oh, you're here, are you, Jonah? It's not my fault! Well, of course it isn't. I mean, you didn't know the shrimp was tainted. We'll have to go back to the roadside and speak with the people who sold it to you. Oh, uh, we can't. What do you mean, we can't? Get your coat. I want to speak to those people. Ah, but they're probably gone for the day. Well, so it's worth a try. It's still rush hour. But what good will it do? We can stop them from selling the shrimp to someone else. But, 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 we can't leave. Why not? Ah, uh, we have obligations, Eugenia, to our guests. We, we can't leave them in this time of suffering. Have you no human feeling, Eugenia? Renee can cope for a short time. Renee, are you serious? We're just going down the Bay Road, Jonah. Won't be 15 minutes. Renee can't cope. He can, too. No, he can't. What if he's needed? to take a booking or something. He's French, Jonah. He's not illiterate. There's a difference. Fine. Then what about Sylvia next door? She's gone, remember? Hmm? Off to audition for Andrew Lloyd Webber's latest masterpiece, Keanu Reeves singing Speed, the musical. Well, we can't. I'm afraid it's just us, my little detention block chief. Or rather me, since you have a cruise to go on. Oh. Jonah, I couldn't possibly go now. We've got guests that are ill. Which is something both Chef and I can take care of. Listen, losing money already put down for the tour won't help us at all, dear. But Jonah, really? Now, just leave it to us. You pack yourself in something thick and warm. Now, come on, be off with you. You'll be on the sea. Nope. Right, Jonah. Be sure to wear something heavy, dear. Hoo-hoo! That was a close call. Close call? I thank you very much, Chef, but the idea is not to have our rooms emptied and the morgue filled. Hey, hey, you're not blaming me, are you? Oh, goodness, no! Heaven's sake, why kill the messenger when you can queasy out the cook? Well, what do you want me to do? What do I want you to do? What do I want you to do? The birders will be here in less than an hour. You throw away the pasta and break out the Kool-Aid, and I'll change the name to Jonestown Manners. What do you mean, what do I want you to do? Get rid of the shrimp, of course. The final days of Hill Manors. What is your last request, please? Oh, it's you, Robert. How's it going? Hmm. How do I put this? Wonderfully! I think I'm going to end up opening a funeral parlor as a side business. What do you think of the name Hill Manors and Mortuary? Book for the night and rest for eternity. I hope you're calling from Ireland, Robert, because if you're anywhere in the Maritimes, I'll... Jonah! I'll put you down for the 14th, then. I'm just heading out now, Jonah. Ah, splendid. Oh, one second, please. Uh, have a nice trip, dear. Don't worry, it's all under control. I hope so, Jonah. I won't be back till the morning. Ah, uh, ta-ta. I've got people dropping like flies around here, Robert. 
Where did you pick up this cut-rate bit of hope cuisine? No, no, let me guess. A rusted Russian garbage cow with a crew that dropped dead? All hands from red tide poisoning? What do you mean you warned me? No. 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 No! Robert, when you said they had to go fast, I didn't take it to mean anyone who consumed the shrimp. Monsieur Riel, Monsieur Riel! One moment, please, Robert. There, I feel better, but not quite good enough. Oh, oh, my tete! Stop hitting my tete! Hear that, Robert? You're next! Get over here in five minutes and I'll personally feed you shrimp until you bleed salt water! Oh, no, Monsieur Hill! The birders! They're here! What? C'est vrai, uh, it's true! The bus, she pulled in just now! But they aren't due for another hour! They're here! Come on! Ah, Eugenia, you're still here, my little sparkle in the electric chair. I haven't left, if that's what you mean, Jonah. Jonah, darling, you missed the most marvelous hunt. Jonah, what is your mother and her birders doing here? Unfortunately, the fat-breasted twiddler was nowhere to be seen today. But we did spy some amazing creatures. Ah, mother, your dinner's ready. Feathered denizens of the air. Brightest colors, too. Ah, you and your friends can come and be seated in the dining room. Ah, chef's got your meals all prepared. What are they doing here? Ah, just a group of paying customers coming to dine on a little cafe away from Paris, my little cochon. And their song was delicious. Ah, to experience the arms of nature. People take no time to listen to one another. Dining? Yes. Do you know what I mean? Here? Yes. Just prattling on and no one ever hears them anymore. They better be gone before I get home. Leave it to me. Uh, uh, Mum, where are you going? What? Where are you going? Out of my way, Jonah. Don't you realize I need to get upstairs? Deaf as a post. Mother, why are you going upstairs? No need to shout. I have my hearing aid turned down. I'm not deaf, you know. Upstairs? Why? What? You're not French, are you, Mother? Jonah, I would like to refresh before dinner. Uh, Monsieur, uh, uh, Mrs. Buckman, she, uh, she... Jonah, (coughs) that man sounds unwell. Ah, so give it a bucket and an ounce of privacy. Uh, No, Monsieur, she, uh, she go up to her room. Up? Away to her room. Rene, stay with Mother. What? Will everyone please stop mumbling? Everyone stay right here. Mrs. Buckman, where are you going? Come back here. I need to freshen up. Won't be a moment. Mrs. Buckman, Mrs. Buckman! <coughs> As you were... I'm sorry, did somebody call me? Yes, I need you downstairs. Jonah, I demand you fire that Frenchman immediately. Mother, what are you doing up here? Doesn't anyone listen? She hit me on the head. He won't let me go to my room. Why does everyone keep hitting me on the head? Mother, your room isn't ready yet. What? Your room isn't ready yet. Why not? (coughs) Not sanitized. What? Uh, Yes, I'm afraid we've had a dinner guest ill. She's using the restroom up here. Oh, that just sounds awful. Poor dear. I know the things I have to put up with. Well, never mind. Best to try and put that all behind us. Right, ready. Please move the bags from Mrs. Buckman's room. Quah! Oh, God. Jonah, you're standing in front of my door. Ah, one second, Mother. I'd like to freshen up before I eat dinner. Deal with the bags in Mrs. Buckman's room. But I have. No, you haven't. Jonah. You told me to move Mrs. Buckman into my room. So I did. Jonah, move. What? 
no, Mrs. Buckman. Renee, you must be thinking of someone else. No. We? No. We? No. I remember exactly. You said I was lucky to keep my room if Mrs. Buckman did not sleep with me. <laughs> oh, perfect. Wonderful. Now she's fainted. Quoi? You said you were going to sleep with her, you poutine adult. But you said... Renee, it's perfectly simple. There are two Mrs. Buckmans. One in the bathroom here praying to the porcelain god. Another passed out on the floor. None of them have I asked you to sleep with. I simply wanted you to put the luggage of Mrs. Buckman from Vancouver into your room for safekeeping. Now, take Mrs. Buckman the birder's feet and help me carry her into the room. I don't know what you call feet in Quebec, René, but that was definitely not it. Now help me. She is heavy. Yes, she may have the brains of one, but she doesn't eat like a bird, does she? Jonah, dearest, we have a prowler. A prowler? Yes, an interloper. I was going into my room to freshen up and... Oh, no, Mother. Why can't you just stand still for a moment? We've got a guest passed out on the floor. Can't you see? Oh, yes. There is some woman sitting cross-legged on the floor in my room, vomiting in a bowl. Mrs. Tweedmere! I don't care what religion she is. Some kind of cult sacrifice is going on, Jonah, and you need to have her out. It's perfectly simple, Mother. <coughs> What's happened? I was worried about her uh, breathing, so I performed uh, a labouche, um, the two-mouth resuscitation. So, she woke up with her mouth attached to you and passed out again. Well, at least she's quiet. Are you going to do anything about the intruder or not, Jonah? Mom, it's not a prowler. It's Mrs. Twiddler. Twiddler? Where? Twiddmere! Twiddmere! How did a Twiddler get into my room? Ah, Mrs. Buckman, where do you think you're going? Uh, to my room. I think if I just lie down now, I will be okay. Who's that? Guest passed out on the floor. Happens here in the lower altitudes at times. Never mind. I, I was wondering, before lying down, would you care for a nice thick slab of fried salt pork? Oh, God. That should keep her busy for a while. Jonah, I'm afraid the prowler will scare away the fat-breasted twiddler. She's not a prowler, Mother, and there is no twiddler. Look, look, here, I'll show you. Come with me. <coughs> See? It's just Mrs. Tweedsmere practicing her peristalsis. Jonah! <coughs> what's going on? <laughs> Eugenia! What are you doing home? We barely got out of the driveway and you'll never guess who we ran into. Uh, giant squid? Robert. What are you all doing in my room? Please, I'm not feeling well. This is my room, young lady. I'll thank you to do your unholy rituals somewhere else. Robert, you say? Well, well, who, who, who would have thought? I mean, who would have thought? I mean, can you imagine the coincidence? Is he okay? Oh, monsieur, you told him to come. No, I didn't. Well, he's struck all right, but he was holding his head, running to the kitchen, babbling on that the shrimp wasn't his fault. Please. I think I'm going to be sick. Get out of my room, all of you. Really? Where, where not? Now, where would he get an idea like that? I mean... Jonah, hmm, I... you better explain, and this better be good. Yes, yes, I would love to, dear, but but I can't because... Because... Because of the hurricane! The hurricane? Look, look, everyone! A fat-breasted tweed mirror! Where? Well, I... Oh, poor Monsieur Hill. She hit him on the head. Oh, look. He's dreaming of the fat-breasted twiddler. Never mind, Renee. 
He has to wake up sometime. This has been an Electric Vicuna production.